And good morning, high school football fans. Welcome to High School Sports Roundup here on ESPN Radio, Coastal Georgia, and Okie Finoki. PJ Zuko here with you this morning, all presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet here on the Roundup. And that's it. It's over. You blink your eyes. And we're at the end of the regular season here uh, for the GHSA and Giza in the state of Georgia. I know uh, up the coast a little bit in South Carolina. Skis, all that good stuff. You have the first round of the playoffs last night. But in the state of Georgia, it's all wrapped up there after last night. And we're looking forward to the playoffs. And a number of teams around the area, as always, punching their ticket to the playoffs last night. And for, for some of these teams, it came down to the last quarter, uh, the, the last game of the season. Uh, some of these teams knew exactly where they were going uh, last night and, and what was happening. But, um, you know, several different several different uh, areas, several different teams, uh, of course, it, it took till last night to figure it out and uh, get it done. And uh, they, were, they were able to do exactly that. And looking forward to that, you had some teams in the area going undefeated, winning region championships. And I'll tell you what, it, it's not just about punching your ticket to the playoffs. I don't think for a lot of these teams it's for about – it's about, you know, what kind of noise do you make in the playoffs? And I think we're going to have, I mean, I know I say this a lot, but I think we're going to have several different teams that are playing not only next week, but several weeks into the season, into the postseason. So uh, looking forward to this over the next month and trying to work their way to the state championship games here in about a month uh, up there in Atlanta. And uh, several teams are trying to do exactly that, I think. Several teams from the area have that kind of potential and that kind of talent. But let's go through the roundup, and then we'll do the, the yearly special of going through all these playoff brackets, uh, all, all seven or eight of them. They're on uh, GHSA.net, uh, so certainly looking forward to going through that with you. But for the scores from last night, and I'm uh, going to do all up and down the coast, as um, uh, uh, this uh, certainly a lot of games affected by some games in, in the Savannah area and whatnot last night. Uh, some some Okefenokee teams affected by that. And, of course, you have uh, matchups in 3A between that Savannah region and the, the coastal Georgia Okefenokee region as well. So we'll, we'll take a look at all that uh, here and, and scores from last night from both those regions as well. But up there in Effingham County, Brunswick High goes on the road trying to win that region championship also trying to undefe- finish the season undefeated, and the Pirates do exactly that with a solid defense there all night. Effingham made it interesting for sure, um, but Brunswick High comes home with the victory 21-18. to The Pirates up 21-3 at one point there in that ball game. Effingham kind of comes storming back. Brunswick High, though, able to hold on and get the victory there for the Pirates 21-18. Again, finish off the season 10-0. What a season it's, it's been for the Pirates. Some, some very dominant wins, some close uh, victories. You have the city championship where they go into overtime uh, there as well and get the win. So huge season there by Brunswick. Congratulations uh, by the, for the Pirates. And, of course, winning the region championship, getting that one seed and moving on into the playoffs. And Glenn Academy does the same thing with a win last night, moving into the playoffs and it was winner take all, right? A a very simple situation ahead of the Red Terrors and Statesboro. And in Glen County Stadium, Glen Academy dominated. 
34 to 7 the victory over Statesboro and and this is a team in Statesboro that got a victory over Richmond Hill earlier in the season. If you would have asked me, you know, 4 or 5 weeks ago if I was more confident in in Effingham or Statesboro, I would have told you Statesboro with with the win they had there over Richmond Hill. You had Richmond Hill beating Effingham County to start off region play. And then everything just kind of seemed like it got flipped on his head. Last week, Effingham gets the victory. Uh, and, and that's the other thing, right? A lot of things had, had to fall uh, for Glen Academy to be able to get the opportunity last night. They get the opportunity. They take the most of it. And, um, I, you know, in cer- certain situations like that, you have one thing presented in front of you. You got to go out and get it. And both those teams had the same thing out in front of them. Statesboro just, just wasn't there last night. Glen Academy coming off the bye week as well. And either way, Rocky Dalgo and the Red Terrors were ready to play and defended their home turf well there with a 34-2-7 victory over Statesboro. Uh, Ware County getting a win over Wayne County. Talk about uh, defending their home turf well. Uh, the Gators do that in 5A, and Ware County wins the region championship there with a 52-0 victory over Wayne County. Wayne County uh, going to fall short and uh, miss the playoffs this year after a tough season. Veterans going to be the four seed there. Uh, Warner Robbins, the two, and Coffee the three. Um, we'll, we'll go through the brackets here in just a second. Had a region championship game in Pierce County as well, and the Bears shut down Appling County. Appling, undefeated season, no more. Pierce County gets the win, 20 to nothing. And love how just kind of like old-school defensive you know, football Pierce County is, is able to play and they have set several athletes uh, for sure on the offensive side of the ball as well. And uh, they were, they were able to put up 20 points against a really solid defense there in Appling County and uh, zero to zero at halftime, just kind of an old school type of football game. When you talk about that defensive struggle, Pierce County though, able to score 20 there in the second half and win that one, win the region championship, spoil the undefeated season for Appling County and grab the one seed moving into the playoffs as well. This is going to sound odd, but Brantley County, I feel like the most important game to Brantley County last night wasn't the one they played. A non-region game against Berrien last night. They fall to Berrien 27-7, and a, a tough tough one there. You want to be able to win that game, move into the playoffs with, with some uh, momentum. But they move into the playoffs, and again, th- this was up in the air moving into last night. Long County, though, gets the win over Tattnall County, 28-22, to and that's exactly what uh, Brantley County was looking for with that Tattnall County. No wins in region play. Yeah, Brantley County with a win over Tattnall uh, and the loss to Long County. So Brantley County making it in the playoffs there, the four seed uh, there out of that region, and uh, looking forward uh, to their third playoff berth in the last four years. And you, you look at, I uh, was texting with uh, Coach uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Cannon this morning, and you look at in the first 50 years of Brantley County football, two playoff berths, and in the last four years, three playoff berths uh, for the Brantley County Herons. So uh, awesome uh, way to put put things together there, and looking forward to seeing Brantley County in the playoffs here next week after that win by Long County. Now, the <clears throat> talk about the, the regions they're matched up against there, and it's going to be the Savannah region, and from that region last night, yeah, a playoff berth on the line between Johnson and Beach. Johnson gets the win there, 38 to nothing. Johnson will be the three seed. Uh, Southeast Bullock wins their game against Grove, 62 to 12. And Windsor Forest gets the win over uh, Savannah High, 39 to 12. Windsor Forest will be the four seed and will take on Liberty County 
Uh, excuse me. Uh, no, no, no. Obviously, uh, Windsor, Windsor Forest will be the four seed and will take on Pierce County. Uh, Southeast Bullock will be the two seed and uh, looking forward to taking on Long County there. You have Johnson as the three seed. They'll end up playing Appling County and Brantley County. The four seed will take on Liberty County. So uh, that that's how that's all sorted out. Again, we'll get to the brackets here and, and make it easier for myself in a second being able to read that. But uh, Charlton County uh, gets a win last night over Atkinson, fourteen to nothing. It was clinch over Lanier um, last night, thirty-five to thirteen. Irwin County defeating Turner County, uh, thirty-five to twelve. McIntosh County Academy with the win over Jenkins County, thirty-two to nothing. Uh, that secures the three seed there for McIntosh County Academy. So great, uh, solid season for the Buccaneers. They they're, they're going to be a tough team to to face. Uh, on on the road, so uh, whoever's the two seed that they're matching up with, we'll see in just a second. Uh, they got their hands full for sure. Metter gets the win over ECI, winning the region championship there. Metter an undefeated season as well, uh, thirty eight to nothing. Talk about undefeated seasons. Calvary Day up there in Savannah gets the win over Aquinas, winning a region championship, forty four to nothing. Savannah Christian and Savannah Country Day goes into overtime. Savannah Country Day gets the win there, thirty one to twenty four. Uh, they lock up a home playoff game as well for the Hornets up there in Savannah. Frederica Academy uh, gets back to 500 to finish off the season. They defeat Trinity Christian last night, 42-17. to So Frederica Academy next week secures a home playoff, uh, a playoff berth, obviously, and a bye week uh, moving into the first round of the Giza playoffs. So uh, congratulations to them as well. Coffee and Camden off last night. But again... Let's look into now these brackets. Uh, probably, it's I heard it uh, kind of talked about last night. It's kind of like our, our Christmas morning uh, for high school football. And, uh, you know, you can compare and contrast. Is it this morning with all the playoff berths and looking at these brackets? Or is it the state championship games in a month? I, I think it depends on if you're playing in a state championship game or not. But uh, either way, uh, I think this is a, a very exciting and a morning to, to get to look at all these brackets as always. But you look in 7A and out of Region 1, Camden County does get the playoff berth. They're the four seed. They will take on North Cobb. So looking forward to North Cobb, the road trip for Camden County next week. Also out of Region 1, you have Lowndes, who won the region championship. They will host Harrison there next weekend. Looking at the left side of that bracket, you have Colquitt County hosting Walton there next week. Uh, Colquitt County with the two seed there out of Region 1. And Tift County, the three seed, they will be on the road at Marietta. Now switching over to 6A, um, you have Brunswick High and don't have an update there for, for Brunswick High and the team they're facing there out of Region 4. But you look down for Glen Academy, they will be on the road there at Langston Hughes. So uh, Glen Academy going to be on the road at Langston Hughes there next week in the 4-1 matchup. On the right side, you have Effingham County and Richmond Hill still without opponents. So you have a three-way tie. Obviously, there's the issue there, um, I'm guessing, there in Region 4. And three matchups not filled out on the brackets. So I teased the brackets for so long there. Coming into the... <laughs> Coming into the segment, and of course, uh, not all the brackets filled up. So you're, you're going to have that uh, in these types of situations. We'll see what the tiebreakers are and everything like that uh, there for Region 4. We'll talk to these coaches as well. Looking forward to t- chatting with Sean Pender here in just a few minutes and uh, talking about their, their matchup or at least uh, their perspective matchup, and we'll see if, if he has a better knowledge than me on kind of what's going on there 
with the, those those empty slots. So we'll, we'll see about that. But uh, Ware County moving forward there in 5A. Yeah, Ware County hosting at Banneker, uh, Banneker uh, coming up next week out of Region 3. You have Warner Robins hosting Jonesboro. Ware County, or excuse me, uh, Coffee uh, going to be on the road at Creekside, and you have Veterans uh, traveling to Woodward Academy. So, again, uh, Ware County on the bottom right uh, hosting Banneker there, and you have uh, Calhoun. I mean, they could play each other in the Sweet 16, Calhoun and Decatur on the other side of that bracket. So that whew, uh, that, that could be a, a big matchup uh, there just in round two. So that, that kind of wild there. But looking at 4A as well, and uh, for that Savannah 4A region, you have uh, Benedictine hosting Thomas County Central uh, next week. Down in the bottom right quadrant, you have Islands on the road at number one Bainbridge. Uh, New Hampstead, uh, number one seed out of uh, Region 1. You have New Hampstead on the road at uh, Cairo uh, there in Region 1 and uh, Team 2. And Jenkins going to be hosting Daughtery there in Savannah next week out of 4A. So looking forward to that without a doubt. 3A, we uh, chatted about just a few seconds ago. Uh, There in the top right quadrant, you have Liberty County hosting Brantley County next week. Uh, Bottom right quadrant. Uh, you have Pierce County there, and again, uh, not not everything filled out for, for whatever reason, but Pierce County going to be hosting Windsor Forest there next week. Pins, uh, Pierce County, again, going to be hosting Windsor Forest. Uh, Appling County will be hosting Johnson there in the bottom left quadrant, and on the top left, you have Southeast Bullock hosting Long County there next week in the first round of the playoffs. So uh, certainly looking forward to that as well. And and those big matchups between kind of the Okefenokee area and the Savannah area there in 3A. And we'll move to uh, single A public and see what we have here. You have ECI top left quadrant. Uh, They will be hosting Terrell County. Uh, So uh, looking forward to that without a doubt. ECI is a very strong uh, football team. And uh, again, not a lot filled out here. Bottom right quadrant or top right quadrant, uh, you have Metter with the undefeated season. They'll be hosting Seminole County. So uh, still have some outliers there in single A public to get sorted out there. So we'll look forward to kind of checking in on that as the show goes on. You never know uh, with, with these quadrants and when how they get things sorted out and put into the system uh, could be filled out by the time we get done with the show. We'll, we'll figure all that out. As the show moves on. But top left in a single A private, you have Savannah Country Day. They're hosting Stratford Academy. I believe that's a, a matchup from earlier this year, a rematch uh, between those two teams. In the right side, you have Calvary Day hosting at Mount DeSales. Uh, there in uh, Mount DeSales, a team that is familiar with the Savannah area, have played a few teams from the Savannah area through throughout the year. Bottom left, you have Savannah Christian traveling to Tattnall Square Academy. And bottom right, you have Aquinas. Uh, hosting or traveling to a First Presbyterian Day uh, there coming up next week. So uh, a lot of interesting matchups without a doubt. Um, it, and, you know, if, if Ware County is able to push through, uh, that is a very interesting perspective matchup in the second round of the playoffs as you have Calhoun kind of waiting in the wings there, Region two, uh, Region 7, Team 2 there taking on Decatur. And then looking through uh, also in that quadrant, you have Stars Mill, a very solid uh, football team there out of Region 2. 
uh, there on on that side. But Ware County taking on Banneker next week, and uh, certainly looking forward to to all these matchups without a doubt. As there's there's uh, some good ones, and again, I think a lot of prospective teams around the area that that really could make some big noise in the playoffs could be talking about semifinal bursa and of course at the end of the day everyone's looking for that state championship but we'll come back start talking to some coaches here on the high school sports roundup about of course these wins last night and moving into the playoffs as well all around the coastal georgia and okey area here on the high school sports roundup presented by walker jones chevrolet on espn radio coastal georgia and okey the espn app espncoastal.com Life moves fast. At Summit Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery, we'll help you keep up with it. Sports Roundup presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet here on ESPN Radio, Coastal Georgia, and Okefenokee, the ESPN app, ESPNCoastal.com. PJ Zuko here with you as we take a look at all the big scores from last night and, of course, look forward to the playoffs for most of these teams in the uh, Coastal Georgia and Okefenokee area. As well, last night Brunswick High finishing off the perfect regular season with a 21-18 victory over Effingham County, winning that region championship as well. Glen Academy punches their ticket to the uh, playoffs with a win over Statesboro, 34-7. Ware County over Wayne, 50 to nothing. You have Pierce County winning the region championship with a 20 to nothing win over Appling. Brantley falls to Berrien, uh, 27-7, but punches their ticket to the playoffs with a Long County win over Tattnall, uh, 28-22. Charlton County with a win over Atkinson, 14-0. You have McIntosh County Academy defeating Jenkins County, 32-0 last night as well. And Frederica Academy uh, over Trinity Christian, 42-7. But again, Brunswick High finishing off the regular season Undefeated with a 21-18 victory over Effingham County last night. Hard fought, especially there uh, in the second half by the Pirates and turning Effingham County away a few times defensively uh, to hold on to the win and finish off 10-0 throughout the regular season. Undefeated in region play. Obviously, that wins you the region championship and a one seed coming up in the playoffs for the Pirates. And uh, joining us now, the head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates, Sean Pender, here on the High School Sports Roundup. Coach Pender, great to have you. Congratulations, first of all, but uh, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, PJ? I'm, I'm doing well, Coach, uh, without a doubt as well. And, and, yeah, I can imagine doing pretty well this morning, Coach. You, you travel up to Effingham last night, get the 21-18 to 18 victory. We're up 21-3, to 3. Effingham uh, comes back with a big second half, but uh, I know uh, you know it, it rainy and and wet up there in in Effingham there last night as well. And at, at the end of the day, though, that uh, black flag defense able to hold strong late in the ball game, hold on to that twenty one to eighteen win, and of course you you finish off the the perfect season, a region championship. That's that's all Brunswick highs uh, this year as well. Oh yeah, yeah. This year there's no sharing a title, and we we were able to the number one seed, so uh, that's definitely a, a blessing for sure. Um, yeah, the game was a hard-fought game. you got to give a lot of credit to uh, Effingham and uh, what they did, you know, how hard they played. And they could have, you know, when we jumped up, the first quarter was 3-0 to them. Second quarter, we just had a great second quarter and scored 21 points. Uh, and then coming out of halftime, um, they just they they got some you know breaks you know they uh, you know we we uh, did support things they blocked a punt we had a muff punt we dropped a kickoff uh, just doing things to implode and um, 
So doing that, we were giving Effingham really good field position, and they were able to take advantage of some of that. But they could have took advantage of more, but our defense really stepped up and played extremely well and, and played championship-caliber uh, football last night. Yeah, absolutely. Coach, you talk about that. I mean, defensively, uh, being able to turn them away, have have a big batted-down ball in the end zone there, there late in the game, obviously uh, able to turn them away, force a field goal try, uh, there in the second half as well that ends up going going wide left and and uh, missing there for Effingham County, which obviously turned out to be pretty big, uh, kind of one of the differences in the football game. But, I mean, even, even in the first half, being able to hold them to only three points in the first half was, was huge with the opportunities that they got there in, in the second half. And like you said, just playing championship caliber defense, and when, when you needed it the most, they're able to come up with big plays. Oh, yeah, PJ. It, it was all in all, you know, the difference in the game wasn't that, the, the missed field goal that they did either. Um, you know, watching the game, uh, there's, there's a lot of things that impacted it. You know, they, uh, we actually blocked the field goal, and then they called us off sides not once but twice, uh, giving them uh, the ball right down inches, fourth and inches. And then instead of going for a field goal, they went for a – touchdown and we stopped them short but uh but they still raise it for a touchdown there so you know there's a lot of little things here and there i guess it depends on what story and who you're hearing it from and then you know we had some you know timely holding calls in the uh, fourth quarter driving you know keeping us where we couldn't go anywhere we we actually would get something going then uh, a penalty would put us behind the sticks uh stuff like that started happening to us uh, in the in the third quarter, and uh, just really frustrating. So I was very proud of the way our defense were able to bow their necks and um, and uh, make things, you know, just you know, do what they needed to do to overcome all the um, alleged mistakes and and the mistakes that we did make. I mean, we 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 uh, like I said, we muffed the punt. Um, we had a uh, we we fumbled a kickoff. Just things like that. Just really really. Um, tough third quarter for us and again Effingham took advantage of, of that situation and we just couldn't get anything going offensively but the the big point of that game to me was our punter in the fourth quarter punted a beautiful football a beautiful ball he got it off really quick and it went down to like the four yard line and just changed the field position uh in, in that game and once that happened Effingham couldn't cross the 50 and then uh we were able to get, get a victory yeah, absolutely huge there, and and not like you mentioned, funny that starts happening in big games like that where you have you, you know things getting tighter, uh, flags start getting thrown a, a little bit more uh, frequently there, and and things get uh, a little bit more tight. But uh, thankfully, our Brunswick High able to play through it, like you said, able to play through uh, those punts as well. Because I, I know uh, with with weather in the area, you had you, both both teams had some struggles punting the football there last night. But when you needed it the most, punter able to come through with a with a big punt and swing that field position, change of field position, which is is big in in these types of games, no doubt, and doesn't I, I don't think get talked about enough. But uh, chat with Sean Pender, head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates. They defeat Effingham County their last night, twenty one to eighteen, preserving that perfect season, winning the region championship, and grabbing the one seed for the Pirates as we move into the playoffs. But uh, coach, obviously, defensively played well, offensively. Uh, there in the first half, especially able to get those points on the board, and you have 
uh, Jacoby Hill able to uh, burst in, get into the end zone and, and uh, score there early. Jaden Drayton with the running game as well, uh, able to score a touchdown there. And then, again, Jeffrey Way with the big touchdown pass, a uh, huge shot over the top to uh, Jerry, uh, Terry Mitchell excuse me, uh, to, to grab that, that third touchdown of the night before halftime. Oh, yeah, those are great. And, you know, the thing is, is doing a night like that, you, you really need good defensive play. And both Effingham and us both played very good defense. Both of our offenses struggled. Uh, both of us had issues on special teams. Um, but all in all, we were able to come away with a victory, and I'm proud that we were able to go up to their place and, and uh, bring home this, this victory and the region title and an undefeated regular season. Yeah, without a doubt, Coach. And again, you know, we keep saying that, that undefeated regular season. And, you, you know, at the end of the day, it's about winning that region championship, grabbing the one seed. And now you have, you have more business to, to take care of. Certainly, it's, it's not about, you know, just getting here and then stopping. But uh, then again, you, you know, having a team like this, it has to be special to, to go undefeated there. And, uh, of course, win the region championship. You, you have uh, a team like this where, Going through the season, uh, it, we, people kept referencing that 1999 season and how strong it was for the Pirates. And now you have a season like that of your own where, where you know um, and, and these guys know they're going to be a part of something that uh, people are always going to look back on. How, how special is that to be a part of that, but also to know, hey, we still got business in front of us to take care of as well? Of course, you know, it's going to be special, uh, PJ. But, again, right now we're going to be locked into playing. You know, we – Got a surprise last night with um, my Lovejoy got upset by North Atlanta. And we thought we'd be going, if we were number one seed, we'd be playing Tucker. And um, with, uh, with Tucker losing last night to Westlake and then uh, Lovejoy getting upset by North Atlanta, North Atlanta was able to creep into the playoffs or get into the playoffs. And uh, through the tie-breaking situation, now uh, – North Atlanta is going to be the four seed. Lovejoy is going to still be the three seed. And now we have to play um, North Atlanta, who's playing pretty good football right now. Well, there you go. And like you said, moving forward into that, and a good update there as well was probably going to be my next question there with North Atlanta coming to Brunswick and England County Stadium to take on the Pirates. Uh, there is, as they didn't have things quite updated just yet on, on GHSA.net. But appreciate that, Coach North Atlanta. Uh, coming to Brunswick to take on the Pirates here next week uh, with the one-seed uh, Brunswick High Pirates starting their trip there in the playoffs. But, Coach, again, Sean Pender, head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates, our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup, presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet. Coach, appreciate it. Congratulations once again on the win last night and the region championship, but best of luck. And uh, can't wait to talk to you again soon as we move forward and look forward to a big playoff run from the Pirates. All right, thank you, PJ, and uh, I'll talk to you next Saturday. All right, sounds great, Coach. Uh, Sean Pender, head coach of the Brunswick High Pirates, our guest here on the High School Sports Roundup. So the Pirates punched their ticket, obviously, in the playoffs, hosting uh, North Atlanta coming up next week. Glen Academy did the same thing last night in Glen County Stadium. Winner-take-all situation right there for the four seed between the Red Terrors and Statesboro. Glenn Academy won that one 34-7. We'll come back, chat with Rocky Hidalgo, head coach of the Red Terrors here on the High School Sports Roundup, presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki. And welcome back to High School Sports Roundup, presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet. 
here on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki. PJ Zuko here with you as we take a look at the last week of the regular season, finishing up there last night for GHSA and looking ahead to the playoffs as well. Brunswick High last night gets a win over Effingham 21-18. It was Glen Academy punching their tickets uh, to the playoffs with a win over Statesboro 34-7. Ware County over Wayne uh, 52 nothing. Pierce County defeating Appling County, winning the region championship there with a 20 to nothing win. Berrien over Brantley 27 to 7, but Brantley making it into the playoffs with a 28 to 22 victory for Long County over Tattnall. It was Clinch over Lanier last night 35 to 13. Irwin defeating Turner County 35 to 12. McIntosh County Academy over Jenkins County 32 to nothing, and Frederica Academy gets the win over Trinity Christian 42. To 17. But again, Glen Academy able to come out in Glen County Stadium, defend the home turf well, and uh, beat Statesboro 34-7 with that punching their ticket to the playoffs here for the 14th straight year for the Red Terrors. And uh, Rocky Hidalgo, head coach of the Glen Academy Red Terrors, uh, joins us here on the High School Sports Roundup. Coach, uh, great to have you on. Thanks for coming on this morning. How you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. Well, Coach, uh, good to hear. Glad to have you on. And again, yeah, huge win last night over Statesboro, 34-7. to And you come out of the bye week, a late in the season bye week there, obviously. And everyone knows the situation that, that you have in front of you with Effingham defeating Statesboro the week before. And, you know, everything on the line, playoff berth on the line for both teams. And uh, Red Terrors were, were spiced up or ready to go there in the first half. And uh, able to take control of that one throughout the first half and obviously get that huge victory over Statesboro. Uh, you know, our kids played really well. It was our, probably our best game that we played all season um, offensively. You know, we had some kids went out and made plays. Uh, Tyler played really well at quarterback or offensive line. The best game they played all year. Uh, obviously, Greg Peacock had a big night. Uh, defensively, we played well on defense all year long. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's Good to see us go out, finish the season with a good, strong win, and hopefully we have to get after. We've got a tough task in front of us with likes and teams. Yeah, Coach, absolutely. And like you, like you said, defensively have, have been playing pretty solid all year and uh, have, have been looking for that offense to, to be able to put those collective and, and consistent drives uh, together and, and able to do that a lot there uh, last night. You have Zach Ellis with, with some huge runs, a big touchdown to open the game. Uh, again, Tyler Devlin able to move the football uh, very well throughout the pass game also, and, and like you said, kind of have that best performance of, of the year when you needed it the most. You know, it is what it is, and, and uh, our kids really, I mean, they had a great week of practice last week. Uh, we changed some things up, and uh, they responded. Yeah, for sure, and uh, playing well there last night with the win over Statesboro. Coach, how much... Do you think, like you said, a, a solid week of practice last week and you have the bye right before this, this matchup with Statesboro, uh, how, how much do you think con, uh, did the bye week contribute to the guys coming out and being able to, to you know, play their best game of the year there last night? Uh, you know, I, wouldn't, I, I don't necessarily think it was so much of the bye week. I think it was, you know, we made some, let me just say, personnel changes in the locker room. Uh, and I think from a chemistry standpoint, our kids benefited from that. We didn't have distractions. They were able to go out and, and not just our players but our coaches and kids were able to go out and enjoy the time they spent out there together, had some fun and, and I knew we were going to play well. Yeah, so sometimes you can just feel that for sure. Like I said, some, some changes there as well 
uh, moving forward for for the Red Terrors and uh, able to play an extremely uh, good football game there last night uh, against Statesboro. Get the win 34-7. Chatting with Rocky Hidalgo, head coach of the Glen Academy Red Terrors here on the High School Sports Roundup. And coach, again, yeah, defensively come out, make huge plays, uh, keep Statesboro uh, frustrated really all night. And uh, like you said, defense has been playing very strong throughout the year and, and especially in region play. But uh, again, able to consistently play well and, and get under a Statesboro skin there last night. Yeah, you know, I think we just kind of hemmed them up. Uh, uh, you know, they've got some really good skill with the back end. Tackled pretty well. Uh, gave up some big plays here or there, but for the most part, we, we kind of hunkered in there and it made them drive the field and it worked out for us. Yeah, Coach, absolutely. You have a big uh, block to field goal as well there uh, in the first half, able to create some even more excitement and get the blood flowing even more uh, for the Red Terrors. How big was that? Obviously, you look for uh, big big plays on special teams uh, throughout the course of the year all the time, but uh, you know, having that in the first half, getting the, getting the excitement there in the crowd and everything like that as well uh, had to be big for uh, the Red Terrors there early in the game. Yeah, we had, you know, we had seen it on film. We felt like we had a chance to block a punt. Um, and the kids did a nice job of executing it. Got in there and created a play. I mean, that's what it comes down to. You know, kids going out and doing what they're coaching to. That coach for sure. And uh, how, uh, how uh, much of this, uh, I mean, you talk about your team being in this type of situation, kind of backs against the wall. And, uh, again, both teams knowing the situation, knowing what's on the line going into the ball game, and, and you want to win every game you're a part of, but uh, how big is this for, for the team to, to be able to come out? And like I said, just uh, I think shows the character of, of this team being able to see what's in front of them, come out and, and have such a big game and such a big moment as well for the Red Terrors to, to be able to punch their ticket to the playoffs. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I think it's a, it is really a program win for us. Our kids, you know, they had every opportunity to pack the bags and, and, you know, hang it up on the seats. And they didn't do that. And I'm proud of. Them. I mean, I, I say this, it was, it was as big a win as, as I've had there, just from the standpoint of, and our kids fought their tails off all week long, went to practice, and, and uh, you know, kind of overcame a lot of adversity. So I'm proud of. Them. Absolutely, did exactly that. And with that, Glen Academy punches their ticket to the playoffs, get grabs the four seed. Uh, they're coming out of this region and going to be traveling up to Langston Hughes coming up next week. And coach, obviously, they had a very solid season, won their region championship. But as for as for Glen Academy moving into the playoffs, what are you going to look from your team uh, this week as you prepare for for a big playoff game coming up next Friday? What do you need to see well, from yeah, them? Yeah, I want to see us to improve. That's the big thing. Is uh, you know I felt like man, we've made a lot of strides in the last week and a half. I want to see us do it again for another week. Mike Hughes has great football team, super talented here. Uh, so, you know, for us to go out there and compete, because we have to play great. We can't play okay. We can't have we can't have any, uh, you know, it's one of those things. We, we can't have any bad plays. We've got to go out there and, and play great from start to finish. And, and uh, you know, we're probably going to have to beat some, a team that's a lot more talented. That's the goal. Like you said, with, with what happened this week, all starts uh, this week in practice for uh, the Red Terrors. And like you said, building that momentum throughout the week in practice, getting the win over Statesboro last night, executing well on both sides of the ball and uh, winning that one. And the State uh, Glen Academy reaching the playoffs here for the 14th straight year 
uh, for the Red Terrace with that 34-7 victory over Statesboro last night in Glen County Stadium. But uh, Coach Hidalgo, uh, thank you for joining us here this morning. Rocky Hidalgo, head coach of Glen Academy Red Terrace, here with us on the High School Sports Roundup. And uh, Coach, we'll certainly hear from you again soon. Uh, congratulations on the win and best of luck moving forward. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Coach. Rocky Hidalgo, head coach of the Glen Academy Red Terrace football team here with us on the High School Sports Roundup. And you heard it there. I mean, solid week of practice from the Red Terrors, executed well, and it felt like they were going to win the game going into it. Uh, coach Hidalgo, no, and uh, listen, we, we executed well all week, had one of our best weeks of practice all week, and then that corresponds, translate, translates to, to probably the best game of football they've played this year, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And uh, defensively, you kept strong with, with what you've been doing all year, and especially throughout region play. Saw that offense really start to click for Glen Academy there in last night's game and win. And now, yeah, Langston Hughes, a very talented football team for sure. They win their region championship. But with the Red Terrors being able to put the ball in the end zone and consistently move that football, if they can do the same thing next week, watch out. Watch out. There, there's been plenty of 4-1 matchups, 4 one upsets there always has been in the GHSA playoffs. So Glen Academy looking uh, for that next week at Langston Hughes. But we'll come back, probably take one more scan through uh, these playoff brackets and uh, get you all prepared for the first week, first round of the GHSA playoffs when we come back here on the High School Sports Roundup presented by Walker Jones Chevrolet on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki. Welcome back. High School Sports Roundup here on ESPN Radio, Coastal Georgia, and Okie Finoki. Presented by Walker Jones, Chevrolet, PJ Zuko here with you on the Roundup. Might be the end of the world as we know it, but not for some of these uh, playoff teams here in Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki. One more time through the brackets before we let you go for this weekend. Camden County, the four seed, they punched their ticket and uh, uh, <laughs> I've been using that phrase a lot this morning. I understand that. Camden County, though, uh, making their way to the playoffs, traveling to North Cobb there next week. We move to 6A. Uh, we have Effingham County on the top right, uh, finishing third, traveling uh, to uh, going to be on the road there next week. Brunswick High going to be hosting North Atlanta. You have the note there uh, from Coach Pender from Brunswick High. So you have the Pirates hosting North Atlanta. You have Glen Academy traveling to Langston Hughes there next week and a three-way tie there on the other side of uh, the bracket uh, for opponents for Effingham and uh, Statesboro there as well, uh, Richmond Hill there as well. So we'll look forward to uh, kind of checking in on that throughout the week and let you know uh, who they play obviously next Saturday. Ware County uh, taking on Banneker there, the four seed uh, there that Ware County is going to be facing next week and uh, certainly Looking forward to that. In 3A, you have Liberty County uh, hosting Brantley County there next week. You have Pierce County going to be hosting Windsor Forest. Appling County going to be hosting Johnson. And Long County going to be on the road there at Southeast Bullock and Single A Public. You have ECI hosting Terrell County and Metter. Uh, hosting Seminole County and uh, a lot of single-A public not filled out there on GHSA.net. You have Savannah Country Day and single-A private, though, uh, hosting Stratford Academy, Calvary Day hosting Mount DeSales, uh, Aquinas on the road at First Presbyterian and Savannah Christian 
on the road there at Tattnall Square Academy. But uh, several of these matchups are what we'll be looking forward to here from next week. But uh, some huge wins for Coastal Georgia and Okefenokee area teams last night. Congratulations to the region champions in the area, Brunswick High, Ware County, uh, Pierce County there from last night as well, and everyone else who has punched their ticket to the playoffs, McIntosh County Academy, Frederica Academy, uh, making it in as well, uh, Charlton County. You have Brantley County for the third time in four years, the Herons making it to the playoffs, and Glen Academy with the win over Statesboro uh, punches their ticket to the playoffs as well on the road at Langston Hughes there next week for the Red Terrors. What a week it was. We'll look forward to the first round of the GHSA and Giza playoffs Next week, High School Sports Roundup every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. here on ESPN Radio Coastal Georgia and Okie Finoki. And hope you have a fantastic rest of your weekend. Stay safe wherever you go. God bless.